For me, this is one of the most extraordinary rooms in the exhibition, precisely because it offers us an opportunity to see two of the defining figures in post-war American art, Jasper Johns and Robert Rauschenberg, talked about in terms of their relationship. It's actually never happened before. In all the exhibitions of Jasper Johns and Robert Rauschenberg, this is the very first time. And what we're going to do in this room is talk about not the beginning of that relationship, about which there are numerous paintings, but rather the end of it. And there are, in fact, three images behind me that talk about the end of that relationship, doubtless the defining relationship for both men. The period that they were together was the period in which they made their greatest, even iconic, paintings. In this image, we see perhaps John's most eloquent memorial to the end of that relationship. He uses, as a title for the work, a poem by Frank O'Hara, it's called In Memory of My Feelings. And so the painting is called In Memory of My Feelings, Frank O'Hara. The Frank O'Hara poem is about the end of a relationship and how to survive after the beloved is pulled away from you. And in this painting, Johns does something that speaks to this. When he and Rauschenberg met, one of the very first works that they made after becoming a couple was the famous, even iconic, Jasper Johns' American flag painting. This is a picture of that flag in gray, reversed, the obverse of the picture that they made when they got together. Moreover, it has, if you can see, sort of two sides with a series of hinges down the middle. It folds up on itself, a beautiful pictorial allegory for the kind of loss suffered and the inability to speak about it at the time. You'll notice that the area where the blue stars would be if this were a regular American flag is grayed out, and above it, there's a fork and a spoon wrapped together. We use the metaphor of spooning to talk about coupledom, and that's therefore the together side of the picture. And this is the breakup side of the picture, the other side. And there, very faintly, on the far right of the picture is a fork and a spoon separated, the end of the relationship. Behind a very thick area of paint in the bottom are the words dead man and a skull and crossbones. There's intense emotion in this work, intense feelings of loss that movingly seem to be only able to achieve expression pictorially because the social codes of the time did not permit it. And strikingly, Johns chose not to address the end of that relationship directly, but to ventriloquize his feelings through an earlier figure, Frank O'Hara, who, of course, allows him to talk about the end of that relationship. Behind me is an image called Ventriloquist, an image in which Johns directly addresses his continuous process of ventriloquizing others to talk about his emotional feelings and his needs. You'll note in it a very strange area to the right of the canvas, which consists of a barely visible outline of a whale. Not just any whale, but quite specifically, the frontispiece of the greatest gay novel ever written, Melville's Moby Dick. And as Melville ventriloquized his homosexuality in the relationship between Ahab and Moby Dick, where these two figures are almost kin, 
They hate each other, but they're connected to each other. And each feels that it must kill the other in order to survive. So Johns addresses his homosexuality through the literary device of Melville's ventriloquism of his relationship between Ahab and Moby Dick. Moreover, the picture also consists of a number of other elements that speak to voice. Most notably, two particular kind of pictorial games. You'll notice that there's a flag in the obverse colors on the color wheel of red, white, and blue, that green, orange, and black flag. If you stare at it for long enough and then stare at a white piece of paper, the colors will reverse themselves into the normal red, white, and blue. What Johns is trying to do here is very important to understanding his work as a whole. He's talking about how meaning is not something that he expresses in the work, but rather that is something that the audience brings to the work, very much as you reconstruct in your own eyes the proper red, white, and blue flag. Or if you look at the vase on the lower part of the picture, is that a vase or are those the profiles of Queen Victoria and Prince Albert? And again, the way you understand that in this portrait face, depends on you. So Johns is saying most of the meaning of a picture is brought to it by the viewer, but at the same time, for those interested in following the clues, Johns is expressing traditional meaning, traditional emotional content in the work. For all of Johns's engagement, we can see a, a parallel in the work of Robert Rauschenberg. And this is canto number 14, one of a series of images that he made to illustrate Dante's great medieval text, The Inferno. It's remarkable for Rauschenberg to have elected to illustrate at the end of his relationship with Jasper Johns, The Inferno in the first place, because he was in fact dyslexic and had great difficulty reading. But over a course of two years, he laboriously read and illustrated that text. Canto number 14, it's an allegory for all of the people who have basically mistreated Dante in his life. He finds them at various points in hell. In canto number 14, he finds his teacher, Ser Brunetto Latini, a homosexual, or in the language of the poem, a sodomite. But it's a relatively mild punishment. After all, he's only halfway down in hell. And his punishment, along with a group of others, is to run barefoot over hell's hot sand. And sure enough, what Rauschenberg does is give us his own foot in red outlined at the top of this image. But more than that, if you look very carefully, you'll see a series of small footsteps moving from that big foot down to the left side of the canvas. They eventually cross an area of red and white stripes as if American flag furling and unfurling in the breeze. It does, of course, commit Jasper Johns, his soon-to-be ex-partner, to this scene of punishment for homosexuality.